the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. Thousands take to the street to protest the hospital strike. Hey, morons, it was you. You did it. Some moron using the hospital as a shield hit the hospital like he was aiming for it, you stupid son of a dog. And you're blaming everybody else? Where's all the excitement? I don't see all the professors. We had the professors. They were invigorated when you were kidnapping women and children and murdering innocent people. Not so invigorated anymore, huh? In fact, in the Capitol... We appear to have some sort of an insurrection. It appears that in our, in our very Senate today, there is a Hamas insurrection. And I want to thank your family, because we know this is a family sacrifice. Thank you once again for understanding the need for Jack's service to our nation. The last time Secretary Liu was before the Senate as a nominee, he was confirmed by an overwhelming majority of 71 to 26. Now is not the time to play political games. We need to make sure that the other nations and terrorist groups do not... Now is not the time to play political games. How many bombs need to be dropped on Lisa? The committee will be in order. You know what aggravates me? These Hamas inbred morons were firing thousands of missiles for years. Not one protest. In fact, what happened after we saw the horrific devastation... The absolute horrific devastation of those innocent people that were helping the Palestinians. The kibbutz of women and children. What did we have? We had professors say they were invigorated. We uh, have had protests now that were supporting free Palestine, free Palestine. Now you're getting your ass kicked. Now you want to stop the bombing? You didn't want to stop the bombing a week ago. Now you want to stop the bombing. In the meantime, not everybody wants to stop the bombing. America is the, is the devil, the real devil, because he supported Israel. And then all the world is blind. You see, you don't see what happened yesterday or before and before. Israel take more. Lebanon, well, why aren't you taking the refugees, Lebanon? But America is the devil. Do you understand the position of, of what exactly is happening? And the disgusting display that the so-called president of the United States, this, 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 this moron, who goes there and embarrasses the nation, goes there like he's going to be some sort of a diplomat, and is rejected like he was a Palestinian refugee, has to get back on the plane in shame and and turn around and come home. And he's going to tell us about Golda Meir? I've told the story before, and I'll tell it again, of my first meeting with an Israeli prime minister 50 years ago as a young senator. I was sitting across from Golda Meir at her desk in her office, and she had a guy named guy who later became prime minister, sitting next to me. Uh, well, uh, 
You mean you forgot the name? You forgot the name, you moron. I was deeply saddened and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team. Not. I guess we're playing sports now. It's like a Sunday night football game. In the meantime, it's not the other team. It was done by Hamas. The intelligence is clear. They have the phone. They have the information. In Iraq overnight, uh, U.S. officials confirmed to Fox News that overnight the military intercepted one-way kamikaze drones targeting al-Assad air base in Iraq. Oh, that's us. That's Iran bombing us last night. Was that on the news? Is anybody protesting that? I don't think they are. What we do know for certain is that they have the audio. That doesn't help. You can't translate it, right? It's some guy named Hakmad talking to another game na- named Hakmad who talked about a nephew that blew up the hospital like he was aiming for it. Last night, a senseless tragedy has shocked us all. A hospital in Gaza sheltering hundreds of wounded people was turned into a hell of fire. The scenes from Al-Ali Hospital are horrifying and distressing. And the EU uses that to condemn Israel without having the proper information. According to our intelligence, Hamas checked the reports, understood it was an Islamic Jihad rocket that had misfired and decided to launch a global media campaign to hide what really happened. They went as far as inflating the numbers of casualties. They understood with absolute certainty that it was a rocket misfired by Islamic Jihad that damaged the hospital. Analysis of our aerial footage confirms that there was no direct hit to the hospital itself. The only location damage is outside the hospital in the parking lot where we can see signs of burning, which I will show later, no cratering and no structural damage to nearby buildings. This is getting very little coverage, very little coverage anywhere. And in fact, the chaos still goes on around the world, regardless of the information. And somehow America is being blamed for this. And somehow the protests happen in America to stop the violence. Why? Because you're losing all of a sudden? In the meantime, it wasn't long ago you were cheering, even a Cornell professor. It was exhilarating. It was exhilarating. It was Where's this guy today? Is it exhilarating today? Doesn't look exhilarating. But th- you picked the fight. Now you got the fight. Now you don't want the fight. Because, because what is the biggest reason? What is the biggest reason that you don't want the fight? I made wartime decisions. I know the choices are never clear or easy for her. Did he make wartime decisions for him? Did, uh, Wrong. Did the wartime decision that he made is when he gave uh, the Taliban a country in Afghanistan. What wartime decision has Joe Biden made that has ever turned out well? And the answer is none. In the meantime, what you have is the chaos of warfare. That is why you should have not launched the attack. And instead of renouncing it, you're somehow asking for mercy now? There is no excuse for hitting a hospital full of civilians. All facts need to be established, and those responsible must be held accountable. 
In this tragic hour, we must all redouble our efforts to protect civilians from the fury of this war. Protect civilians from Hamas. If you want the war to stop, produce every member of Hamas. Every member of Hamas must be imprisoned. Every member of Hamas must go away. Because they are the ones that have picked the fight. They are the ones that have bombed their own hospital. Whether it's by accident or intent, it doesn't matter. They haven't done anything right in 73 years. The quality of life of that particular part of the country and world is a disgrace. In the meantime, we're pretending it's a legitimate government. And when you do, prepare for even bigger problems here. And, and, and by the way, do you think it's about virtue? Do you think that any of this is about virtue? Because none of it is about virtue. In the meantime, we have a, um, a young girl who's still alive. They're parading her around. And aside from parading her around, they're actually raiding her bank account. It's unimaginable. I don't, I don't think people really realize what's going on here. And mm-hmm. this massacre and of young and innocent people and babies captivated and mm-hmm. uh, grandmothers kidnapped and... And it's all around us. It's families here in my town. I mean, it's not stories. It's not fiction. It's real. I mean, I have, I've been already to two funerals and, and there are little babies here that they uh, killed their parents very cruelly. The mother of one of the hostages, that's who's speaking, is being sent videos of her daughter. She's being sent videos and simultaneously she's getting notifications that her bank account is being withdrawn. And it's, it's all around us. It's such a small country, and it's, it's really about survival now. Uh, how, how, can, how can this happen, and how will it not get worse here? And mm. yeah, I, I believe that another glimmer of hope is that you've been contacted by your daughter's bank to say that her credit card has been used in Gaza. And the significance of that Maybe that she- Where did they use it at Gaza? Did they go to the Nordstrom's? Did they go shopping? Where was it? At the CVS that they used it? They're draining the money. This is always about the money. Hamas has been stealing the charity money, stealing the money that's supposed to go to provide some sort of civilization. In fact, it's not a civilization at all. He would have had to have somehow given over her PIN number, which would indicate that potentially she might still be alive. And tortured and raped and beaten. And that's what the mother is being sent videos of. And somehow that's a positive sign. This is who we're dealing with. And it's not going to be safe until they are eradicated. You wanted the fight. You celebrated the fight. Now all of a sudden you want to stop the fight. Why? Because you're getting your ass kicked. It will not be over until you're all gone. Because this ideology is the true evil in this country, in the world. This ideology is what caused this kind of devastation. How many children need to be killed? You didn't say anything Saturday, except you were invigorated. Now your families are dying, now it's an emergency? You should have been doing this when Hamas was killing your families. Instead, you didn't, you didn't do anything. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. U.S. to provide $100 million in assistance for Palestinians. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? They've already been siphoning the money. All you're doing is giving money to Hamas. 
There are no Palestinians that can live without bending knee to Hamas, just like there are no Iranians that can live without bending knee to Iran. And to think this is not coordinated. Why is no one talking about the fact that in Iraq we still have 2,500 troops who are under attack today? In Iraq overnight, uh, U.S. officials confirmed to Fox News that overnight the military intercepted one-way kamikaze drones targeting al-Assad air base in Iraq. That's an act of war. What do you mean? It's not a game that's an assault on American troops. That is an act of war. Now you're telling me you can't figure out who's doing it? Which hosts U.S. troops. Officials declined to say which group they suspect launched the drones or how close to the base they got. Here's an idea. It starts with an H and ends with a mass. What do you think? Or is it the Taliban? What's the difference? It's the ideology of death and mayhem and destruction and tyranny and Sharia. Officials say the U.S. has about 2,500 troops in Iraq. Iran-backed militias have attacked al-Assad before. The Pentagon says American weapons are arriving in Israel on a near-daily basis now, and that Pentagon is working as quickly as it can to fulfill Israeli requests. Let's send the Cornell professor there. You like it. Here, you got your flags, you got your side. Why doesn't everybody go there? It's time to draw the lines in the sand, though. You want to support this kind of mayhem, this kind of open and notorious barbarism? Then get on the side and mount up. Scott South Barrington. Yes, uh, Sean. Alan Dershowitz goes on all the time, plugging his book like a drunken parrot about how he wants the right to vote against Trump again and vote for Biden. Does he have enough blood on his hands yet? You think he would have the, the backbone to say, you know what, I made a mistake. Trump or anyone else but Biden is, the, is, is a better choice. With the he age. can't lose. You know, Scott, he's been embarrassing Not himself. He's been embarrassing himself for five decades. Joe Biden is a punchline. And what he did today is humiliating. The United States of America sent the president over to have peace negotiations. And the other side said, we don't want to talk to you. Get the hell out of here. And he took a shot. He didn't know that. You know, they all talk about an intelligence breakdown. What did you do? You took a shot. You flew 14 hours to go there to be humiliated in front of the world. And now your propagandists are spinning it. In the meantime, it's disgraceful. And as far as Alan Dershowitz, well, talking about he, Alan I got Dershowitz, news. Alan. Oh, I know you are. He's still better. He's still better than Chris Christie, who went on TV today oh, and said, and Chris Christie said Biden's doing a good job, just like he hugged Obama. And by the way, those are the kind of Republicans that the Democrats are banking on. Well, obviously, we favor Hakeem Jeffries. This was the 16th time we've voted unanimously and passionately for Hakeem Jeffries. He's a super well-organized, efficient, effective leader, and you can take him in his word. He's totally trustworthy. But if, if we, we can't get six Republicans to come over to our side. I've said from the beginning there are a number of Republicans that I could support on a principled power-sharing basis, assuming that our caucus were to endorse that. And we operate as a caucus because we're not out there wheeling and dealing on our own. But one of the things that uh, I've said from the beginning is Liz Cheney would be a perfect choice herself. She was the chair of the Republican conference. She was the number three Republican for several years while we're here, a very conservative uh, Republican. But she believes in the constitutional order, and so we trust her. Uh, Mitt Romney is another name that has been floated as someone. I played that because Jamie Raskin and the Democrats they like the same kind of Republicans that the Republicans who refuse to let Jim Jordan take the gavel. They're all on the same page. Every single one of them. And now the Democrats who lost Congress have just as much influence as the people who are obstructing Jim Jordan from taking the gavel. Because Jim Jordan could actually operate on the, on the plane that the people want. 
that we the people want. He will control the money. He will not rubber stamp spending. He will not rubber stamp money to Ukraine because we still have no answers on the missing billions that we're sending to Ukraine. And what Joe Biden is doing today was a stunt because any money that he allocates in support of Israel will be tied to the Ukrainian Azov Nazis. George in Naperville. Sean, the college kids that support Hamas should be able to earn college credits as violence interrupters in Palestine. They should serve. First of all, they, they, they didn't say a word when all of the people who were not part of Hamas were being tortured and murdered. None of them said a word over the decades that Hamas has been destroying the quality of life, been taking the money that people around the world have been sending for the people of Hamas and buying weapons to fund in, to fire into Israel. They never said a freaking word. They rip out the sewers and they build weapons. We all know this. We have the clips. Everybody has the investigation. Yet all of a sudden, stop the bombing. You should annihilate every single one of them that believe in Hamas. All of the Hamas supporters. It'll be best for all of the people who are have been living under tyranny. Teresa, Brass Coast. Hey, Sean, Brass Coast, check it in. Uh, remember the Carol Burnett show and Tim Conway's old man character, Dwayne Toddleberry, and his shuffle? He used to shuffle, shuffle around all yeah, the time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah, Biden's the real deal on that one. No one respects this guy. No leader respects him. He's a joke. There He's has yet to be a newscast. I've got three TVs on here. I've been monitoring the news all day. There has yet to be a, nos- a newscast to point out he flew 28 hours, and he was there yeah. for eight hours. He was there for eight yeah. hours. I mean, that, that, that is an, a humiliation and an embarrassment. He achieved absolutely nothing. And he embarrassed the nation at every moment, every time he opened his mouth. In fact, this is a clip that is just, uh, it's just disgusting. He's being talked to by a New York doctor who moved to Israel eight years ago. She wanted to tell him what she's seen here. here from New York eight years ago from a physician of pediatric emergency medicine um, the very day. She's a physician of pediatric emergency medicine. She's going to tell him about the horrors that she saw. I received calls from the hospital to prepare for a mass casualty event, the likes of which I never could have prepared for in my life. And I treated wounded people, soldiers, civilians, but mostly the children, as I am a pediatrician. So babies burned in their mother's arms, some with stories that I don't think they'll ever recover from. I treat Palestinian children, I treat Jewish children, I treat Arab Israeli children, and when my resident calls me at home at night that somebody is not doing well, I don't ask where they're from. We currently in the hospital I work in over 50 Palestinian families and we treat them the same as ours. Asking for some medical assistance attention to our children. Now I want you to think about this. She's basically saying, we, I don't care who I treat. I want to save all the children. I want to save anybody that comes in the hospital. This is the part where Israel has been working openly, regardless of religion, regardless of country allegiance. They have been trying to help the victims of Hamas. This is the context. After we know about the rapes and the beheadings, this is the context. She's talking to the American president. What is his, what is his response to this? Now, although you can't hear him because he's 9,000 years old and can't speak anymore like a man, 
He equated this again to his campaign nonsense where his wife, who blew the stop sign and drove in front of the truck, was killed along with his kid. That is his retort to the wartime in the year 2023. When this happened to her, this tragedy, the investigation into why she blew the stop sign was stifled. And then he said about his son, got a call from Iraq. He didn't die in Iraq, you dimwit, you dementia-ridden fraud, you embarrassment to America. He died because of cancer, which I thought you cured. Greg, Rogers Park. Hi, Sean. Sean, I've been um, getting a lot of um, emails to invest in municipal bonds. When the first Iraq war Iraq Gulf War hit, I bought some uh, war bonds, I called them. But I don't think the municipal bonds are anything good. What's your opinion on that? Is it just helping the Democratic scum? Yes. I wouldn't give them two cents on anything. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, we're not used to this kind of open and notorious corruption and failure outside of uh, Chicago when you talk about the national news, when you talk about the national uh, body politic, to have this, this, this poor, sad excuse of a man in a position so powerful as the presidency is very hard to take. It's very uh, disconcerting to see him stagger around, embarrass himself and embarrass the nation. But when you realize this is a wartime now, we're in war. And the fact that they're just trying to put lipstick on the pig, that is the state of affairs, is aggravating when you realize that the Republicans are on the same team as the Democrats when it comes to the money, the spending, the abuse of the American citizens. If you listen to Jamie Raskin talk about Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney, this is exactly who they want to see. And when I say they, I don't just mean the Jamie Raskin and the Democrats. I'm talking about the Republicans. Who we could trust. Uh, Angus King, who's the independent from Maine, is another person that we could look at. And a lot of my colleagues, Chris, come from states where there have been state legislative power sharing uh, yep. arrangements where gavels are shared, half of the committees to one side, half to the other side. Uh, the parties can take turns holding the gavel during the week. It would be a very positive thing for us. We We need to get aid to our Democratic allies in Ukraine and in Israel. We need to keep the government going. This is a very serious condition that the GOP chaos has plunged us into right now. The people that put in the Republicans in the majority are people like me and you. We didn't give the Republicans the Congress because we wanted Liz frackin' Cheney in charge of anything. We wanted to change the trajectory of bankrupting our nation. But this is off the table now. This is why the greatest thing to happen to the corrupt Biden administration was this chaos in the Middle East, was the chaos in Ukraine. This is the greatest cover. And now they'll stick in some go-along-to-get-in Republican. And even when we win, we lose. This is why you don't play cards with Carnival scallywag and gypsies, which is really what our government has become. Owen in Willowbrook. Hi, Sean. The guy I wish we had in charge, BB Netanyahu, because he won't take, he won't give them any quarter. And the way I look at the Palestinian people, they put Hamas in power, just like the Democrat people that put our Chicago politicians in power. Live with the consequences. 
I Hamas, Hamas has a yeah. caucus, Owen. Hamas has a caucus in our Congress. They have representatives in the American Congress. That's why we have had no oversight in the money that many of our people have been funneling over to help the Palestinians. But yet Hamas has been robbing and extorting them like they're doing to the Israeli girl that they rape repeatedly for her pin number. Yeah, yeah and I, I just hope that now stays strong and gives them no court. The Egyptians don't even want those refugees there. Nor do the Lebanese. But they have something that they're celebrating, Owen, that you need to be aware of. And that is, although the Lebanese do not want uh, uh, the Palestinians there, they have a common enemy. America is the, is the devil, the real devil, because they supported Israel. And then all the world is blind. You see, you don't see what happened yesterday or before and before. Israel take more aggressive because they supported for America, for the USA. This is shame. So, once again, we're back to the death to America. America is the devil and is now all over the Middle East, writ large. Alan Washburn, Illinois. Hey, Sean, thanks a lot for taking my call. Love your show. Hey, I just want to tell you, down here in the heartland where we still salute the flag, go to church and say yes, ma'am, and no, sir, and we try to be polite, Bunch of us old boys like to start donating some money to you so you can start buying tickets for these protesters who are pro-Palestinian and send them to the Gaza and let them protest their hearts content. <laughs> let me some tell you something, Alan. You, students you, probably haven't even been out of their own town. So yeah. let's give them a taste of the real world. You keep your, you do me a favor, you keep your money. Uh, but what I want you to do is start to support the idea that Illinois should separate from the corrupt counties like Cook and DuPage. That's what guys like you need to do. Because you've been taken advantage of for decades. You've been lied we to. Know you've, been, that. you've been sending Republicans there to put a fight in the whole time they've been uh, collaborating with the short in the pants Democrat mafia. And by the way, make sure none of your friends go to the video poker games. All the Republicans own them. Thank you very much, Alan. Stay strong, kid. In the meantime, when you want to get a Republican who's achieved absolutely nothing, but is cheered in some areas when it comes to problems in the Middle East. Where do you go, Squirrel? You go to a failed painter. He's as bad of a painter as he was a president. But I'll tell you, I love how he makes mistakes. Just in sentence. While we're in this beautiful place, our hearts are in Israel. We saw clips of you rallying the nation after the worst terrorist to strike, strike on, on American soil. I wonder what, what were your thoughts when you heard that Israel was attacked by Hamas over the weekend? My thoughts were that uh, we need to support Israel. No ands, ifs, or buts. This is an unprovoked... Isn't it if ands, or buts? Did he screw that up again, Squirrel? I believe he did. ...attack by terrorist people willing to kill innocent people to achieve uh, an objective. Uh, Hamas is a political organization. They do not reflect the majority of the Palestinians. And, uh, and don't be surprised if Israel takes whatever action is necessary to defend herself. You know, the, the saddest part about this is, what did you invade Iraq for if you understood the problem in the Middle East with Hamas? Do you still have an explanation to that? Do you still, not to mention Afghanistan, did you have any input? And by the way, you're an ex-president. When you show up in public, button your shirt. Guy thinks he's a failed artist. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you doing tonight? Good, how are you? I'm always, I, I got to tell you the truth, Rich, I'm rattled. I'm rattled I because I understand, I understand exactly how this is going to play out now.
Because the chaos is the perfect cover for the schemes and the corruption. It's the perfect way for these scallywag bastards to spend us into oblivion, to profit on the back door. I'm just sick and tired of it. And I, I watch the reporters, and none of them are talking about the real story. That clip I played of the girl talking about the hospital, that's the, pre- that's the head of the EU, the European Union. They're all in with the Palestinian nonsense. They're believing that Israel bombed the hospital. They're still doing that. That clip isn't from yesterday. That clip clip is from this morning. Go ahead. Right. So what I wanted to say is I wanted to go back to uh, uh, <clears throat> the Democrats uh, trashing, uh, trashing the uh, Republicans uh, for uh, not being able to pick a speaker. And all he does is this Aguilar is he praises this preacher, uh, Jeffries, who is one of the biggest liars I've heard. Or he just goes along with the Democrats. And when the Republicans are going to get together and finally pick somebody, they can turn this thing around. I mean, They did I, pick I somebody, Rich. They that. did pick somebody that can turn it around. It's Jim Jordan. The problem is the Leviathan well, is protecting what's the problem, itself. Though? The Republicans what's the are stealing the money. What are you not? I mean, I, I play the clips. John Boehner, the scams from Big Pot, the scams from Big Pharma, the scams from the military. They're in on the same thing, man. It's like Illinois Republicans. It's like the guy in southern Illinois, the heartland. He's never sent a guy there to go along to get along with the short-in-the-pants Mike Madigan mafia, and that's all they've done for three decades. That's it. That's all they do. So what you're witnessing right before your eyes is the Leviathan establishing that there will be another step and fetch posed as a Republican to negate the people of this country every time they try to change trajectory. The only time they ever have come close ironically, is with somebody who I didn't think would change the the trajectory, but he did. Somebody who was a Democrat, somebody who bribed Democrats, somebody who won the election in 2020. I don't know what's going on. I've been wasting a lot of time on a case that should have never been brought. You see what's happening. The the government lied. They just lied. They didn't uh, reveal all of the information. They lied. They make up cases. They wrongfully persecute, not prosecute. This is the plan. This is why you're watching them try to keep out Jim Jordan. They want another step and fetch, another Liz Cheney. Boy, I bet you her stock portfolio is killing it today. Ooh, she's got a lot of Halliburton. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. At AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Stupid son of a dog. Stupid, stupid son of a dog. Really? What did you accomplish? Thousands of Americans dead. Tens of thousands injured. How many innocent people killed? The only guy worse than you was Obama. Obama's allegiance were where exactly? Hmm. It's an interesting thought process. And uh, the other upsetting part is what we actually saw. The chaos that this terrorist organization built on evil attacked the people, ironically, who were trying to help them. The people with the least defense. The people who were giving them food. People who were trying to show them how to be civilized. And now, I think the part that is really upsetting is that they're keeping alive the young girls. They're raiding their bank accounts. They're raping them. And their mothers appear on the news. Can you imagine? 
Yeah, I don't think, I think you can do with the phone or something, you can already move some money. I don't know. It was a small amount and we, we know that they try to pick it out in, in the Gaza Strip in a shop. Um, yeah, we hope we, we just uh, try to catch every little piece of information to get new hope. Uh, yeah. But that's what Let we me found you, out so far. Shani was a peace campaigner, a conscientious objector to military service. Um, yeah. What kind of woman was your daughter? Is your daughter? She was a very lively, lively person. She liked to dance. She likes to go to festivals with her boyfriends. He was a festival organizer and she helped him. And he traveled in Europe a lot. She was the last year all the time traveling. You know, I, I have to tell you, Squirrel, I am so aggravated at this. To watch this mother, who's in her maybe 50, to watch her describe her daughter that she knows if she's alive is through hell. If she's dead, went through hell before she died. And to watch that, and then, and then to watch what we see here in America as these savage supporters have the audacity to protest our government, have the audacity to have rallies in our cities, as they sit here in our country and have a quality of life you could never dream of under the thumb of Hamas. It's aggravating, you stupid son of a dog. And in the meantime, you blew up your own hospital yeah, you did, you frackin' morons. As opposed to the damage caused by any aerial munition which would have been of different nature, we would have seen craters and, structur and structural damage to You the mean guys with this kind of intellect squirrel, they can't fire a missile? We got the audio, Squirrel. Here it is. Habib, remember that moron we hired? Yes, your anti-peace son. Your aunt with the big mole on her nose. Yes, Akhmud. Akhmud fired a rocket right in that hospital like he was aiming for it. What should we do? Well, listen, Habub. Habub, you got to tell him that it was the Israelis. Yes, it was the Israelis. It was the Israelis. How many people were killed? 30. All right, let's make it 500. Get it out there into the media. Yes, we have our... We have our assets all around the world. What a language, huh, Squirrel? It's the language of love. I'll tell you what. It's like French. It's French of the Middle East. In the meantime, what else is going on is that we, the Americans, are under attack. And nobody wants to talk about it. You know who wanted to talk about it? The 100-year-old Henry Kissinger, who next to Biden looks like he's ready for the Olympics. Henry, for you... <laughs> Being born in Germany and having uh, survived the Holocaust, how does it feel if now on Berlin streets, Arabs are celebrating the attack on Israel publicly and are distributing sweets uh, to other people? It was a grave mistake to let in so many people of totally different cultural and religious and concepts because it creates a pressure group inside each country that does that. 
In Washington, D.C., Squirrel, that's the new 30. And by the way, he made far more sense than anybody we have in office, that's for certain, because the people we have in office can't fail more obvious. They have no shame. They will continue to fail and then give us advice. Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. After 9-11, we were enraged in the United States. While we sought justice and got justice, we also made mistakes. Continue to make mistakes. Your administration is the biggest mistake this country ever made. You will go down in history as the greatest failure in the office of the presidency. And you will also be exposed as the one who stole the office. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... I asked for this next guest immediately upon the atrocity of the 7th century theocrat savages pillaging, raping, mutilating the Israelis because this woman lived it. If anybody should talk about it, it's my next guest. She's not only a New York Times bestselling author, she's the founder and chairman of Act for America, the largest national grassroots organization in America with over 2 million members. Everyone knows her name, but what you have to understand is she saw this firsthand. She is Brigitte Gabriel. Brigitte, thank you for joining me. How are you? Uh, thank you, Sean, for having me back. I'm delighted to be back with you. I have been thinking about you, and I'm going to tell you why. I know your story and your story of surviving and living from what, 10 years old to 17 in a bomb shelter and understanding who they're dealing with. But last week I heard this clip. I want you to hear it. It's from a dad, an Irish dad, who married an Israeli woman. And he was in Israel when this happened. His daughter, like so many of the other kids, were kind of the Israeli hippies because the kids that were victims of this were the kids, ironically enough, who were trying to help the Palestinian people. And I want you to hear this, Father, because right before this interview, he got the news on camera, that his daughter was dead. She'd be in a dark room filled with Christ knows how many people and terrified every minute, hour, day and possible years to come. So death was a blessing. I am livid. I have been on full tilt since I heard that. Then today, while doing research for the show, there is a Ricarda Luke, and she is the mother of Shani Luke, she was on Pierce Morgan, and the 7th century barbarians are using her phone, draining her account, sending pictures of the tortured girl, raped girl, to the mother. It's, it's, just, it's just insanity what we're facing. And I have to live in America, the land of the free, home of the brave, where people come from all over to have a quality of life of dignity. And in my country, Hamas... Has a, has a coalition in my Congress. They're protesting in the Capitol. And people who live in climate-controlled rooms and get to keep their money are telling me how virtuous these 7th century yard gnomes are. And I want to eradicate every single one of them. So, obviously, I have a problem. Or, 
am I just too aware of so many? Uh, am I just aware of so many stories like your own? What is the answer to coexisting with these seventh-century barbarians? You cannot coexist with these seventh-century barbarians because we are talking about people who have no conscience. Who would steal? A six-month-old baby and take hostage. A six-month-old baby is still breastfeeding. A six-month-old baby is in diapers and they need their mother. Who would take two-year-old little girls, 18-year-old girls, grandmothers who are on medication, rape them, strip them naked, and parade them in the streets? We are Mm. dealing with people who do not have a conscience. They will sacrifice not only their enemy, but sacrifice their own children for their cause. you know, I do not know if you're a parent, but I am a parent, yes. and I would die before somebody touches a hair on my children's head. Yet these yeah. people are willing to send their kids to become suicide bombers or do whatever, and then they celebrate their children's deaths. So they have no value for life. Israel tried to coexist with them. Remember, in 2005, and I'm talking specifically about Gaza, in 2005, Israel withdrew all the Jews from Gaza. Every single one of them. Actually, Israel dragged their people from Gaza fighting and screaming. I mean, they had settlements, they had greenhouses, they had businesses. Gaza used to export 50 million flowers to Europe out of Gaza. They exported, I think, so many, uh, like 40% of the world vegetables uh, was exported out of Gaza and from the greenhouses under the Jews. Israel dragged their people out and gave the whole darn area to the Palestinians. I even know a pal- I even know a businessman in New York who raised 14 million dollars and gave it to the Palestinians so they can continue so they can have a base capital to continue running the greenhouses and they they can create industry and 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 turn Gaza into Singapore of the Middle East. But what did the Palestinians do within 24 hours? They burned down 126 synagogues, they destroyed the greenhouses destroyed them. Not only destroyed them and dismantled them, they stole the copper out of the faucets and yes. the pipes, and so nothing would work. How can you How can you reason with these people that hate you so much? They are willing to destroy themselves in order to destroy you. So the reality is, I, I, the documentary from UNICEF broke, because UNICEF went in there. They have a major sewage problem that they've had for decades. UNICEF went in there and they, they, they tried to revitalize their sewer system. Hamas ripped it out and used it to fire weapons into Israel. So at this point, you cannot coexist with them. They have made their, their, their position very, very clear. Explain to me how they have a caucus in the U.S. Congress. Explain to me Rashida Tlaib, which I believe is Arabic for face like a camel's ass. Why does she get to come out there, divert money in the name of the Palestinian people, knowing full well they've been stealing the money for decades, really for 73 years, but specifically since 2005? What is it? Is the American people, are they just too, too uninterested? Are they too stupid? Are they too sympathetic? Because the reality is I can have policy disagreements with Israel, and I do. But this isn't about religion. This is about savagery. This is about barbarism. This has to be rejected by all humanity, doesn't it? 
Absolutely it has. But here is the problem, Sean, with America. We, our, our snowflake generations have become too weak and they live in such utopia that they feel, oh, everybody needs to be treated equally. We cannot have people suffering in the world. Everybody needs to be the same. We need to raise money for them. So you've got the left who does not understand history. And then to add to that, you've got the Jews who are trying to appeal to the Palestinians so the Palestinians can like them. So you have the lefty Jews who think if we just talk with them, if we just talk to them and be nice to them, and we're creating schools and we're funding schools where Arabs and Palestinians can play together so they can see how nice we are, that's what contributed to the problem that we have in Congress right now. And I think a lot of lefty Jews in America are stunned right now, watching what happened in Israel a week and a half ago, and they're thinking, oh my gosh, how could they do such a thing? And they are finding themselves questioning uh, the reality they used to live I mean, I just heard that there are more lefty Jews now are tuning on to Fox News because they're realizing Fox News is standing up for Israel instead of CNN. Um, so that's the situation we are in. But that's why the American public, we, the same people, uh, we need to speak up. And that's why on our website, actforamerica.org, my website, I encourage everybody to go there, actforamerica.org. As we are speaking right now, Sean, we are working on legislation in Congress that will cut the funding to the Palestinians, that will freeze the $6 billion to Iran, that we are now working on legislation that will put a cap on our universities from accepting foreign students. You know, there is a no cap on our university uh, to accept foreign students. They I can know. accept as many as they want. Yes. And so they're bringing Palestinians, Jordanians, Syrians, Egyptian people from Bahrain, from Saudi Arabia, all by the oil wealth in the Middle East from foundations who are sending them here and they come here, they join the Muslim Student Association and they start demonstrating against America. So we're working on legislation. Make sure you go to actforamerica.org sign up to receive our emails and action alert and take action on our Act Now campaigns. We want to be able to notify you when there's a bill coming down so you can make your voice heard. Bridget, um, here's the thing. And I said Bridget, I know it's Brigitte, excuse me. Brigitte, let me ask you a question, because there are two billion Muslims in this world, two billion. This is but a small fraction, but this fraction seems to dominate the others. If there are people that were in Palestine that were not part of this ideology, what was their quality of life like? And, and, and then can you explain to me why the neighboring nations, Egypt and, and, and Lebanon, don't want to take any refugees? There has to be a there has to be a connection there. Well, that's a loaded question. So I'm going to start with about the Palestinians. You know, of course, not, they are all not members of Hamas. Even those who do not, uh, who would not kidnap a child at two months old or or or, or, or a, a girl at 15 years old, but they all have one thing in common, and they all stand shoulder to shoulder with. They despise the Jews. They hate the Jews so much. Even if they don't agree with Hamas, they hate the Jews and they love Hamas for what they're doing to the Jews. Look, this has been in Israel now. Uh, this, this, this massacre happened a week and a half ago. Where are the voices of the, quote, Palestinian moderate mothers and, 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 and moderate wives and moderate teenage daughters to stand up and say, look, even though we don't like the Jews, but you cannot kidnap a six-month-old baby and take him as a hostage. You cannot 
take uh, uh, 12-year-old girls and rape them and kill them and parade them in the street naked. You cannot take mothers, strip them naked and rape them repeatedly and then kill them and parade them in the streets. No. You cannot take grandmothers. We are the mothers of Palestine. We stand against this. Where is the condemnation? What I'm shocked there at is, is the American mothers. The American mothers to daughters. When you see yeah. that this ideology of Sharia allegiance, when you see that everywhere it's touched, whether it's Indonesia or Palestine, the, 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 the terror that the people have to live under, when you see the violence of the homosexual community, so many Americans just step and fetch. It's truly mesmerizing to watch people who enjoy luxuries of freedom, who enjoy every attribute that that freedom has built you in your climate controlled homes to see them side with barb with barber barbarism like this there's no other explanation for this kind of lifestyle in the, um, in the world in 2023 to see this is shocking that there aren't more and more in union saying you cannot treat people like this you can't live like this anymore it just shows you we're really just going to rinse and repeat like we did under the bush years and we'll lose thousands of americans because we're under attack right now in iraq again our base is being bombed today it all stems down to the fact we have showed these people and we are the ones funding it we built this house of cards haven't we to a certain yep, extent yep exactly biden and obama build this look biden and obama in 2014 2015 remember the iran deal that that we all stood up against and we were all warning against and they did not listen to us. It was Biden that funded Iran and made Iran what it is today. Biden and Obama fed the monster that we are dealing with today. Biden right now, you know, this is for all the lefties who voted for Biden, including 80% of the Jewish community who thought, oh, you know, Biden, uh, you know, and we need to make peace with Iran and we need to fund Iran and oh, they're raising money for developing nuclear for electricity. This is a lesson for the civilized world. But this is what happens when we become weak, evil men become strong. And this is yeah. why we are seeing the gathering of the storm right now. Because yeah. Iran knows, Iran has one year window of opportunity while Sina Biden is in the White House. Because whether it's Iran, whether it's China, whether it's North Korea, whether it is Russia, this is their window of opportunity. Because God knows what happens in the next election in 2024. I mean, hey, by, by a miracle, the Republicans may win because they may be able to stop the Democrats well, cheating. And if yeah. that happens, you know who's going to be president. So, yeah. so the evil, uh, the axes of evil are not taking any chances. And that's why Iran wants to drag us into war now. And they initiated this. And what do we have now? Biden and, and Israel uh, forcing Israel to allow the humanitarian aid to Gaza, which is basically giving it to Hamas out of our tax dollars. Um, but that's what happens when you have weak leaders. And that's what happens why we, the people, need to mobilize, need to organize, need to become active and engaged. It's not enough to listen to talk radio and watch the no. news and read the articles on the Internet. You've got to be involved in a movement and a grassroots movement just like the left and yeah. I encourage you and my message resonates with you go to actforamerica.org right now and join us stand with us Brigitte when you see that Joe Biden flew 14 hours to Israel and 14 hours back and spent eight hours on the ground he was rejected by the neighboring nations we are how many at least, how many years do you think we are away from any kind of diplomacy? I mean, after all, we can't get anything done in Ukraine. This is the Joe Biden is a laughing stock around the world. Is there any way to interpret what's happening on the news in Egypt or the news in Lebanon? Are they laughing at Joe Biden the way I am? 
Oh, they are laughing. Look, we know he's senile. Don't you think the others see this? Uh, Of course they know that he is senile. They talk about it. They laugh about it. It's in the Arabic news media. Uh, Look, I mean, uh, uh, we are weak in the eyes of the world. I mean, uh, once we withdrew out of Afghanistan the way we did the the, the miserable withdrawal out of Afghanistan, that's a very clear message to to, to the rest of the world. America is a paper tiger. They can do whatever they want to do, and that's why Russia felt it was the opportunity to go into Ukraine. That's exactly why China sent its ship, and now they are surrounding Taiwan. Uh, and and right now we are in a bogged in wars now in Ukraine, and also Biden just dragged us into the war with uh, uh, that's happening right now in yeah. the Middle East. Not only we have two ships uh, in the Mediterranean, but by Biden going there physically into Israel and standing there with Israel, we are now a part of that war and you are seeing this play on the on the world that's why they were burning the embassy in beirut today um and and, you know they're bombing our embassies across the arabic world they perceive us as weak they see what's going on and they think okay we've got to take whatever we need to take we've got one year to do it and we need to do it and you know nobody's going to stop them well, Brigitte, hopefully we'll come up with a plan. You and I could take over, and we could come up with a plan. I mean, after all, we gave the Taliban Afghanistan. Let's just bring all the Palestinians there. They got Afghanistan and Iran. Oh, my And they goodness. could all live in paradise by themselves and wait to die with the virgins. In the meantime... Oh, my goodness. Uh, go we to- are working on a bill, by the way. We are working yes. on a bill in Congress right now to stop any Palestinian from coming to the United States. Oh, go boy. to actforamerica.org. Sign our Act Now campaign to yeah. stop the Palestinians from coming. We need your voice. Yes, thank you very much. Go to actforamerica.org. Thank you so much. I always appreciate you making time for me. I so appreciate what you do. Thank you. She is Brigitte Gabriel. Thank you. Thank you you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll We'll be back with your calls and comments. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. The chaos really doesn't have a date on it. Ukraine was supposed to be over in weeks. We're going to be two years in. This conflict, well, we saw the kind of pit hole Iraq was. We saw what Afghanistan was. There's no reason to think that um, so-called Palestine can't be any different. And I can't help but notice, when I heard this story... I thought of another one, and I'll tell you what I mean. So far, five shipments of U.S.-made weapons have arrived in Israel. More are on the way. Munitions, interceptors are landing in the country by the plane load. The U.S. is giving Israel free reign on how to deploy these weapons, unlike the ground scenario inside Ukraine. Senior- inside Ukraine, you think about just what's happened since Joe Biden was allowed to steal the most important office, knowing full well he was an asset of enemies foreign and domestic and He's enriched himself by selling policy. On November 18th of this year, a new company was listed on the New York Stock Exchange. It's called Pine Island Acquisitions. It's a small company by most measures, but it's a mighty company when it comes to political connections in Washington, D.C. Pine Island Acquisition is an offshoot of something called Pine Island Capital that works in the financial sector and primarily focuses on national security-related companies in the defense space. It was launched by a couple of individuals who were politically connected, and they gathered friends and acquaintances, many of them at the highest levels of Washington politics. This is a company that openly touts its relationship with Joe Biden. One partner is Tony Blinken, who is Biden's nominee for the Secretary of State. 
And one of its D.C. partners, General Lloyd Austin, is the nominee for the Secretary of Defense. And they're making money like Dick Cheney did when George Bush launched his foreign policy collapse of our society. And all they all made money. Went on for 22 years. 22 years. We're right back in the thick of things. And then you remember what Jamie Raskin said about our speaker, supposedly the opposition. Who does he like? I, you don't find this startling, Squirrel? I do. Well, the, obviously, we favor Hakeem Jeffries. This was the 16th time we've voted unanimously and passionately for Hakeem Jeffries. He's a super well-organized, efficient, effective leader, and you can take him in his word. He's totally trustworthy. But if, if we, we can't get six Republicans to come over to our side, I've said from the beginning there are a number of Republicans that I could support on a principled power-sharing basis, assuming that our caucus were to endorse that. And we operate as a caucus. We're not out there wheeling and dealing on our own. But one of the things that uh, I've said from the beginning is Liz Cheney would be a perfect choice herself. She was the chair. Liz Cheney. And you don't think that the money, it's about the money? They're making trillions. Each one of them making hundreds of millions. What's the net worth of uh, Congressman Kelly, who's a Republican? Did you hear who he nominated today? Kelly of Pennsylvania. Former Speaker of the House, the Honorable John Boehner. The Honorable John Boehner. Why, you didn't make enough money? Did you get there late, Congressman Kelly? Didn't you make enough money stealing under Boehner and Bush? You think they're interested in solving the problem? It's the problem where they steal the most money. Ray Portage, Indiana. Hi, Sean. Hey, how can I follow the great Brigitte Gabriel? She stole my thunder. But I just wanted to say, we all know that not all Palestinians are terrorists, but they all share the same sick ideology, and they hate us as much as the I'm going to make you feel good, Ray. During that interview, Honey Bunny received a call from a Palestinian-born woman who was upset and didn't want to come on. You see, she was a Palestinian-born woman, and she's praying for Israel. And she, she understands the, the demons called Hamas. She lived under them. She understands that ideology. So, Ray, the reality is there are people who were born in Palestine who do not agree with the barbarism of the 7th century theocrats that kill people because they don't agree with their phony bulldung religion. Phony! Made 622 years after the death of Christ. They hate the Jews for a multitude of reasons. But the number one is they're the oldest religion. Well, this phony religion that still treats its people and beats its women and mutilates them still pretends to be superior. So imagine how lucky we are, Ray, that we weren't born in the sphincter of the world under Hamas. Thank you very much for the call. My heart goes out to that Palestinian-born woman. I thank God that she's here in America because here in America, the laws benefit the people. So... I don't know what I'm hoping her situation isn't as bad as what we see on TV. But if they are, their women can seek protection from the people that would mutilate them, beat them. And really, for what? Because they don't agree with Ali Ali Oxenfree? In the meantime, I have to watch on TV like it, as if it was virtuous. If this country stood for anything, it would reject that kind of living here in America. Wouldn't be allowed. In the, in, in the meantime, you can't. How do you, how do, you do that? Dave and Niles... Hey, Sean, great show as always. We have to remember, we're dealing with these types of Democrats that believe in two things. Well, three. Number one, they can get the world to do the way what they think the world should do. They want to live in their own bubble. And in their bubble, 
they believe that if all countries had nukes, no one would shoot a nuke off because the other others would go ahead and shoot off nukes and destroy them. Theory one, horrible. Second is, is that these countries are all concerned about how they look on the world stage. I mean, it's like high school stuff, you know, with these people. And this is the well, today was embarrassing. Dave, today was embarrassing. Did you watch it today? It's humiliating. Did you no. see Joe Biden on the plane with his with his sports jacket on? I mean, it, 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 it's humiliating, man. And, and you know, to a certain extent, you have to realize this is the greatest guy to have in the position of the presidency because all his cohorts of corruption like Jamie Raskin and the rest of the scallywags, they're really raising money on this. They're really making a lot of money. And that's why the Republicans don't want to divert that scheme. That's why they're all against Jim Jordan. I'm going to tell you what, Dave, if Jim Jordan is not the next speaker, the Republicans will lose in perpetuity because you will take all the people like me and you and you will disenfranchise us. And I have news for you. I wouldn't advise. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't participate in anything of the GOP if Jim Jordan is successfully held from the speakership. I really believe that. Because if you think I'm going to come out here after they swear in another McCarthy and tell you to give money or get excited or we have a chance, I'm not because I'm never going to lie to you. And the reality is what you're seeing when you see a, a congressman vote for John Boehner, arguably the worst, most corrupt speaker on the Republican side for Congress, that's game over for me. Then there will never be another Republican that will ever win again. So this is big, what we have going on the next couple of days. Because the reality is, Dave, we're in, this is a blessing. Because right now, they can't continue to spend us in perpetuity. The fact that we don't have a speaker is the greatest benefit for people who believe in the principles of our nation. The idea that we would say, oh, just give me anybody. What do you mean, like Jamie Raskin? What's who, who, so he wanted Liz Cheney. Who else did he want in Squirrel? I believe he was an inside trading policy front runner corporate raider who wears burlap underpants. He thinks he's going to be Christ on his next plan. Chair of the Republican conference, she was the number three Republican for several years while we're here, a very conservative uh, Republican, but she believes in the constitutional order, and so we trust her. Uh, Mitt Romney is another name that has been floated as someone who we could trust. Uh, Angus King, who's the independent... Mitt Romney, Angus King, all the ones who will go along to get along, all the step and fetch... So the Democrats can steal just as much as the Republicans. Tom, Blue Island. Hey, Sean, dittos. Sean, how, how many of them Republicans do you think would gladly vote for Hakeem Jeffries if they knew if they knew they would be they would if they did not know they would no be Tom they, they, they do the thing like they, they do the thing vote for him in a heartbeat well they do what McCarthy did with Nancy Pelosi his good friend Nancy Pelosi was he offended by the amount of money stolen was he offended by the policies steered of course not and how many of them are speaking up as they should be today as what you're watching in New York City is an actual joke a punchline. And I'm not just talking about the Trump trial, although that's one. I don't know what's going on. I've been wasting a lot of time on a case that should have never been brought. You see what's happening. The, governor, the government lied. They just lied. They didn't uh, reveal all of the information that they had. They didn't reveal all the evidence that made me totally innocent of anything that they said. The government lied. They've totally misrepresented the case. So, unfortunately, I have to be here. I'm not campaigning. I have to be here for this. But what's taking place today, and you all saw it, I assume, I assume you were all in there. This was like Perry Mason. It was like Perry Mason. When he said that, I said, hmm, what is he talking about? What he's talking about is the disclosure process of this. 
His attorney proving beyond the shadow of a doubt that New York City not only doesn't have a case, but really Donald Trump should be suing everybody involved in this. When Becky has referred to in the statement of financial conditions, and I want to understand how clear it is. It states such valuation methods include, but are not limited to, the use of appraisals, capitalization of anticipated earnings, recent sales and offers, estimates of current values as determined by Mr. Trump in conjunction with his associates and in some instances outside professionals. Considerable judgment is necessary to interpret market data and develop the related estimates of current value. Accordingly, the estimates presented herein are not necessarily indicative of the amounts that could be realized upon the disposition of the assets or payment of the related liabilities. The use of different market assumptions and or estimation methodologies may have a material effect on the estimated current value amounts. Let me explain to you what that is. That is on the Wiser Mazar statement of financial condition in the front that is always provided to everyone. We have heard numerous witnesses come in and out of this court wasting taxpayer dollars, wasting numerous taxpayer dollars in a city that has fallen apart because they don't want to believe that any business in New York can conduct themselves without the Attorney General sticking her nose in your business with a statute that has never been used against an individual. This is a scary precedent legally for any business in New York. What else it is is an indication of how interested the government is in reviewing its own failure. You see, Latitia, that that bouncer from the Bijou, Latitia James, who pretends to be a lawyer, is suing Donald Trump for private business deals that she didn't like. Why isn't anybody looking into the Delbasio's wife? Don't you remember? Delbasio's wife misappropriated eight hundred and fifty million dollars. And nobody wants to look into it? Murderous gang members are not the only problem here in New York City. There is rampant corruption, too. Here's one shocking example. The mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio's wife, her name is Charlene McRae, oversees a massive mental health project. It's called Thrive NYC. Yet somehow Thrive NYC failed to properly keep track of $850 million in funds. They don't know where the money is. And no one looks into that like no one looks into the money we spend for wars. No one looks into the money that's made by inside companies like Pine Island Acquisitions. See, the problem is private business, right? It's time we start watching the government because they're stealing from us on a minute by minute basis. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. Now, honey, buddy, inform me. There were two Trump cases? What? Two? Man, oh, man. Reminds me of the 80s. In Maybrook, when I used to have to go there for a ticket and maybe a battery charge. Happening now, Donald Trump is in a Manhattan courtroom. He is there for his civil trial, where the Trump Organization has already been found liable for fraud. Later today, he is expected to sit for a deposition in a case where the former FBI official who led the investigation into the Trump campaign ties to Russia says he was fired because of a political vendetta. CNN's Caitlin Polance following this for us. So talk to us about this deposition, Caitlin. 
Well, John, this is just another legal issue that Donald Trump has to face. And this is about the time when he was president uh, and he was publicly attacking Peter Strzok, that FBI agent, Lisa Page. Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. You remember her squirrel, right? She looked like she could eat an apple through a fence. And during the time they worked for the FBI, they were stooping constantly like Kamala Harris and Willie Brown. And you remember when the text messages were revealed of exactly who these rat bastards are, don't you? Well, we've got even more newly released text messages from FBI agent Peter Strzok. They appear to show other intelligence officials may have been involved in leaking to the media information leading up to the Hillary Clinton email probe and the Trump-Russia investigation. A text reading, quote, think our sisters have begun leaking like mad, scorned and worried and political. They're kicking it into overdrive. Sisters refers to the inside the beltway term for sister intelligence agencies like the CIA. Yeah, but what about the one to his girlfriend who he was stooping all day long on the people's dime who could eat an apple through a fence, Lisa Page? A report released by Republicans Tuesday highlights more text messages between FBI agents Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. President Trump addressed the release on Twitter saying, quote, new. Did you ever watch German porn squirrel? Stupin, stupin, stupin und? No? I don't know how it didn't catch on. FBI texts are bombshells. The two FBI agents have been accused of political bias during the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. Republican Senator Ron Johnson, who is chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, released the report. And it alleges then-President Obama was keeping tabs on the agent's investigation. CBS News Justice reporter Paula Reed joins us now from Washington. So you got the president directed the FBI to watch the guy running for office. That is almost as bad as what we're facing now. Now, ironically enough, with all of the evidence against this so-called government, specifically the forever bothering Italians or Federal Bureau of Incompetence, the morons who spend their dimes stooping each other at the FBI. We've got thousands of pages of text between them. And somehow Trump's on trial? An FBI lawyer, both of whom were working on the Russia investigation that Donald Trump was so incensed about. He had been publicly tweeting about them. He had been talking about them. And now after a... Thank God, because now we know how illegitimate our government is. Now we know exactly what they do all day long in between the stoop. ...to talk about all of this because, Paula, this comes uh, just two months after the Justice Department released 90 pages of texts between Strzok and Page. Uh, the report contains four times, though, as many messages. So are there truly any bombshells, as the president seems to see in this? Well, there's there's no debating the fact that Strzok and Page did not care for then-candidate, now-President Trump. They describe him as loathsome, as an idiot. Uh, in fact, in this new batch, they refer to the election as an instance where the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Uh, I, where's this idiot now? Is he in prison? No, he's on the media. I wonder if he's talking about how the world hangs in the balance that you let this dimwit with dementia soil himself in front of the world, pretending to be the president. Where's Peter Strzok and the Apple Eater now? We'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little. 
We're not only on the precipice of World War III. This is the culmination of corruption era. For five decades, the dimwit in diapers who now is stumbling around with the dementia face has been a corrupt senator. Five decades. Amassed a fortune of untold amounts. Paid for. An asset from China to the oligarchs in Ukraine to the oligarchs in the former Soviet Union. Open and notorious corruption. How are we going to defeat it? With people who understand how it works. People like my next guest. In fact, when I was listening to the Peter Strzok, when I was listening to uh, Michael Hayden, when you realize who these people are and the, and, and, and the power that they wield, imagine being somebody who's a good guy, an honorable guy, trapped in the system. Now he is retired. He is retired Colonel John Mills. His new book, War Against the Deep State, policy expert for decades through all kinds of situations. He knows exactly how to defeat it. He is uh, retired Colonel John Mills. Colonel Mills, how are you? John, an absolute honor to be on your show. Thank you. I thought of you today, and I was so excited to see your name, and I'm going to tell you why. This story broke, and I immediately thought of you. Give it a second. Michael Hayden has been in the news lately after he called for Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville to be, quote-unquote, removed from the human race, a comment the senator condemned as a call for assassination. This wasn't the first partisan outburst from Hayden. He's also compared Trump supporters to the Taliban, called the Trump movement more dangerous than al-Qaeda, and even said that unvaxxed MAGA supporters should be given a one-way ticket to Afghanistan. Now, this would be something if it was just a tavern in Chicago and he was another Democrat wannabe mafia member, but this was the head of the CIA. John Brennan, head of the CIA, communist sympathizer, one of the only people in power that actually openly admits he supported a communist running for president. I mean, this is a systemic problem. It runs very deep, and nobody seems to be watching the watchers. Yeah, Michael Hayden specifically, uh, you got to know when to get off the stage and talk about somebody who's having some mental issues. He did go through uh, an actual, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, aneurysm. He did have an issue, but uh, I'm sorry about that. But he is trouble. And yeah, he's the guy. I was going to have him be on my deep PhD dissertation committee, but when I when I realized he was part of the problem, I definitely not him. So um, I was on the other side of the drywall uh, in early 2018 as the coup was raging against Trump. And it was in a and it was in a very high power consultancy downtown D.C. And the person came into the room and said, John, do you know who's on the other side of that drywall? I said, geez, I give up. Who's on the other side of the drywall? And he goes, well, that's Hayden in his twice a week coordination call with Comey, Brennan and Clapper. So Hayden's had a chip on his shoulder ever since low energy Jeb got knocked out because he thought he was entitled to be not only director of CIA, not only director of NSA, not only the first deputy director of DNI, but the secretary of defense. And when low energy was knocked out, he lost that. He's been bitter ever since. And he's been part of the problem. So, yeah, we have entitled uh, uh, uniparty wackos like like Hayden, and he should be taken to account for that comment. This is absolutely out, over the top, out of control, and he gets away with it. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you know, he's General Hayden. No, no, absolutely wrong. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd like to slap him in that bald head when he called for the senator to be assassinated and then said, no, it doesn't mean that. Well, how else do you interpret the words that come out of your mouth? But we're yeah. living in an era when Americans don't have that kind of that kind of uh, uh, real allegiance to the principles of this nation. In fact, 
The coup is the exact word. We are living right now under a coup of corruption. For instance, what we, the, the investigations that have been released by private investigators, re, investigative reporters about the FBI assets, and dare I say CIA assets, that were in the Capitol dressed like Trump supporters, you see this, this, this phony insurrection, and they have been able to successfully stifle the questions we had about a very questionable election in the first place. So now that they got away with it, they're running amok. But the problem is we are truly at the precipice of World War III, aren't we? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we are in World War Three. We're not at the precipice. We, we are in World War Three. China is killing 10,000 Americans a month with fentanyl produced 100 percent with uh, Chinese components under their supervision in northern Mexico. I just came back from Panama spending time with Michael Yan and Ann Vandersteel uh, observing the Chinese threat. Uh, we now have a clear and present danger inside of America with clearly Chinese special operators, Chinese paramilitaries. It's, we, we need to immediately round them up inside of America uh, and how many Hamas terrorists. Uh, but not, they're not only doing fentanyl, they're the ones who are actually taking over uh, legal or illegal cannabis production. I, I yeah. totally am against cannab- cannabis. This is not this is not uh, your fast times at Ridgemont High from the yeah. 80s pot. This is this is a poison designed to kill and maim. And, you know, even places like California. Oh, it's illegal out here. So it'll be safe. The school system would get money. A total yeah. lie. And nobody is doing it legally uh, out there anymore because they can't make any money under the absolutely oppressive uh, oversight regulatory regime of the California state government. So who's coming in? Chinese paramilitaries. They're killing each other. They're, they're, they're running illegal cannabis. This is, in military terms, U.S. military terms, this is an advanced force on the ground. When they are ready, China's waiting for the Taiwan elections in January. They're waiting for their third carrier to be in service so they can have two at sea around Taiwan at all times. She is the arsonist setting fire around the world, whether it's Ukraine or it's whether it's Hamas into uh, attacking Israel. He's going to set multiple more fires. You think the summer of 20 was was fun? It's going to be young. The summer. You get ready for the summer of love in 24. It's going to be absolute civil war caused by these crazies. And Hayden is an enabler. And, you know, Millie was an enabler. You know, he was always concerned with white rage. But we had a military. We had 50 percent operational rate on our on our aircraft. Disgraceful. Disgraceful. His job is to build American deterrence capacity, not get, look at his navel and worry about uh, this, this mythology of white rage. Well, there's something that's going on, too, that um, not a lot of people are talking about. Today, Vladimir Putin is with Xi Jinping. Ironically, that relationship became strong when we, in my opinion, sided with the Azovs, and, and, and in the only country I think we should have stayed a thousand miles away from, I don't care what their sob story was, the one that we knew was in cahoots with the Biden uh, uh, vice presidency, we knew was in cahoots with the corruption of policy under Obama, the Ukrainian uh, 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 conflict of the former Soviet Union, which I personally, I don't think we should have went within a thousand miles of that, and if we did, we should have maybe looked at the Minsk Accord and seen the culture of corruption that was in a bipartisan fashion. And you reminded me of something when you talked about marijuana and the, and the normalization of it. It really is a, is, a, is a benefit or an aspect of John Boehner 
becoming a lobbyist for the legal marijuana. So you, you've got our own side constantly working against us. And the real thing that's that's thriving in America is the culture of pay-to-play corruption that Chicago perfected, isn't it? Uh, amen to that, brother. Yeah, yeah. Crying John Boehner is so shameful he's out there now you know he's stoned john crying john boehner i mean this is pathetic i mean this is well this is what happened with the bushies in 92 was hey you know this value thing you know we just we this value thing is just it's passe we're just going to move on from values well what did that deliver it delivered absolute uniparty chaos Values do matter, okay? A society matters. Having a family matters. Not, uh, uh, borders matter. This is insanity, and but, this is what the Uniparty is giving us. And having a government that stands for something really matters. You know, we have these agencies that we've allowed to become bureaucracies that control every aspect of, of our daily existence, every aspect. We're being backdoor nationalized every single minute. And when you see that these agencies are surveilling us instead of surveilling the enemies to us, in there lies the problem. And that happens again under Republicans. So this is a very important speakership. And it does explain the, the, the push from within the Republican corruption to keep out a guy who's going to change the trajectory in, in Jordan. I think that's the only explanation for it. And I'm wondering, I said before I had you on, if Jim Jordan loses, I am no longer going to admit that I have even voted for Republicans, and I will not engage in the political process because if we don't change the trajectory and you give me another step and fetch that's going to enrich these same names, these same players. In fact, John Boehner got a vote today from one of the moron Republican congressmen. I mean, why even be engaged on the Republican side? Let's just wait for the collapse, right? You you, you can never give up never surrender, must stay involved, uh, and realize we just have a corrupt system with a lot of crazies. Uh, hey, the American so, oh, uh, the American Revolutionary War was won with 13% of the population. 3% fought, 10% provided support, mostly pastors and their flocks. Uh, we're, we're 84% of Americans believe there is a deep state. We're the majority. Let's start acting like it. Now, you mentioned surveillance in, in, in book book two here, War Against the Deep State, I go over the foundations of the mass surveillance state created in 2007 to 2014 to protect Americans from the foreign extremist threat. It's been weaponized against us. And we've seen the unchecked rise of the unlawful fourth, fifth, and sixth branches of government, fourth being the administrative state kind of a legal basis with the 1946 Administrative Procedures Act. But this is where the EPA and the ATF have been beat down, thank God, by the Supreme Court. You know, EPA trying Mm -hmm. to use regulations and treat them as laws. No, that's not how it works. Uh, uh, Laws flow into regulations. Regulations cannot become law. Okay, so there's that. you got the fifth branch of government, the unlawful merger of federal intelligence, federal law enforcement and big tech to perpetuate this uh, surveillance state. And hey, hey, we got some victories here. Fifth Circuit Court has kiboshed uh, Jenny Easterly at DHS, who I used to work with when she was at NSA. 
And these crazies have the gall to say, oh, we have a right to control the narrative. These people have lost their mind. They have. This circuit has, has slammed them down. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a party to this. I was one of the ones surveilled along with a lot of other Americans. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I mean, a lot of us are preparing federal filings because this Fifth Circuit Court uh, ruling was pretty darn. That's a great victory. Everybody needs to pat themselves on the back. The sixth branch of government is the uh, the unlawful behavior of the out of control nonprofits. You Penn Biden nonprofit Tony Blinken, yeah, ran, ran the the most the largest election interference campaign in history from a what's supposed to be a not a political nonpartisan nonprofit, which we can't even find the IRS form nine ninety. <laughs> We don't even we, we don't even know where this thing exists. It might be part of Big U Pen, which is a huge. I have their form nine ninety. I can't find U Pen Biden in they there. They bribe the president Look. under our nose for a million a year. A million. They don't exist. Yeah, it's yeah. a front. It's a literal mafia front, John. And you know what I love about you is I'm listening to you talk. You know who you remind me of, kid. You remind me of Snowden. And the irony is, after he started telling us what would happen, everyone, including our side, supposedly, when I say our side, I mean the, the, the so-called Republicans, labeled him a traitor. That son of a gun was right, wasn't he? Well, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a different view on Snowden. Um, one, he did reveal unlawful activity. Two, he re- revealed massive classified information. So yeah. he, was, he was right and wrong at the same time. Right. Um, so, but you know how I look at it, John, when I look at these congressmen, when I look whose payroll they're on, when I look at their net worth and their stock holdings, the idea that these guys somehow can see this information, but I can't, reminds me the country wasn't built on their ability to hide information from me, but on my ability to surveil them and to see everything they do. So that's where I have that. Uh, I'm of two minds. I understand that, okay, there might be things for bad people, but the reality is we're protecting good people from stopping a bad government now. Yeah, it, it's out of control. Um, you know, you, you said the intelligence community. Let's look at the intelligence community failure on Hamas. Uh, two sides of this, the American side and the Israeli side. But let's, the American side, Congress should demand what was the intelligence priority stack on October 5th. And that's you literally rack and stack all the requirements and you have a cut line because we don't have budget to cover everything. So was Israel, Hamas, and Iran above or below the cut line yes or no who was below the cut line why if it was above the cut line why was israel not informed now they put out these sound bites oh yeah israel was informed really i want to see the message traffic i want to see who said exactly what to who i want to see that and that's the the intel committees on the house and the senate to demand that immediately uh, absolutely shameful shameful behavior uh and did biden give the code red to not uh, not provide anything on israel or hamas not collect now you, there, we may be collecting below the cut line but that doesn't mean anything being analyzed uh analyzed or actioned okay so uh, we got to know these facts and all this stuff well we can't reveal intel sources and methods what a load of horse dump come on you we got to we got to know the the intelligence priority stack and what was going on here? Did he did remember Hamas worked for Iran? Iran works for China. All roads lead to China right now. You know, John, they've been infiltrating us for years. Diane Feinstein had the driver for 30 years. You see the the kind of uh, allowable pay to play scheme we allow with the spouses of senators and congressmen. So, uh, you know, 
I, I'm kind of aware of how the Chicago Democrat mafia works. They hire their moron relatives and they hire their sycophants. The reality is most people think government is somehow full of experts and expertise. If you could describe anything when you talk about our, our so-called uh, intelligence agencies, is it as bad as Chicago? Are they just the fat moron relatives of the powerful? Or do we stand a chance? Are there some good people left that can maybe help us? Oh, there's definitely good people left. And also inside that, you know, a year ago when I first came out with all the information I had given to the Durham investigation and we, and we did get Charles McGonigal, yeah, that guy, that guy is going away. I guarantee it. Um, the, uh, um, I said, just where were they? So where are all the other whistleblowers? Where are the all other white hatters? I said, guys, you know, confidence builds confidence. Um, and then it, it builds inspiration here. Leadership inspires leadership. What do we got? We got several dozen FBI agents who come forward are being absolutely treated absolutely shamefully and unlawfully yeah. in the, under the whistleblower act. We got, um, Shapley and Ziegler at the IRS. We have six. We've broken the blue wall of silence at the intelligence community. We now have six of the seven CIA analysts have said, yep, uh, we said the virus came from Wuhan. Uh, the seventh, our, our supervisor said no, and they spent the next two years trying to bribe us uh, into flipping and changing our minds on this. Listen, the whole thing is the whole wheels are coming off the cart on this. This is why they're throwing everything possible at Trump, because uh, that's what they don't want is Trump back in the White House. So that's what they are pulling out all the stops. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, we got to buckle down. The whole message in my, my, my book one and book two here is, in the end, 95% of the American citizens need to spend 97% of their energy right where they live, making sure they have the, a clean county. They, it's the seven centers of gravity. It's your city, uh, city council, county council, a school board, uh, election board, a reg election registrar, sheriffs, judges, and prosecutors. Make sure you have a clean county, the 3,300 county and county equivalent. That's the foundation of America. Obviously, out in, out in Illinois, you've got Corruptionville in Chicago. That throws the whole state. Please. You've got great counties like like Madison yeah. County in the south. Uh, you know, you got a great you got a great county chairman down there, uh, you know, great county council lead. You know, you got some clean counties. You got it. They got to rally and outvote the corruption in Cook County. Yeah. Uh, that, that's how you take back Illinois. John, the good news is this new crop of Democrat short-in-the-pants mafia members, they're fatter and they get tired easier, so uh, we can win. And if we do win and save the country, it'll be due to people like you, and I mean that. And uh, the book is War Against the Deep State. He is retired Colonel John Mills. Thank you for uh, giving us all that, that sense of optimism, knowing that not everybody is Peter Strzok and not everybody is Lisa Page. And by the way, I can only imagine how many times we picked up the check for the hotel room. Thank you so much for making time and coming on the show. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. An honor to be on your show. Looking forward to doing it again. Absolutely. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. That old Beach Boy song, Bomberan, you know... <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Anyway. Ba, 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 Baran. Ba, 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 Yard gnomes be damned. You know, it's interesting when you look at the uh, formerly great areas. Chicago, Crook County. By the way, Crook County is a freaking joke. 
All of it's a joke. Illinois, New York, New Jersey, anywhere these Democrats have seized power. But whose fault is that? Is it just the mafia? After all, we've all known what they are. Everybody knew what the short-in-the-pants Madigan Mafia, Ed Burke, Daly, you all know it. It was the Republicans that supposedly were supposed to fight against it. That's whose fault it is. Fat boy, Pat, or, uh, Bill Brady, and his other idiot, Pat Brady, who's now a lobbyist. Durkin and the brothers who are lobbyists. It's your fault. Cohorts and corruption. I understand you guys all cashed in. But that's what destroys the quality of life, whether it's New York, New Jersey, Chicago, or America. So if these Republican morons want to do to my nation what they did to my once great city, I'm going to tell you right now, that'll be the first day of a third party. I'm telling you right now, if Jim Jordan is not in, there will be no more Republican Party. I will advocate daily to never give money to the party, ever, and only support, as I always do, specific individuals. But at that point... We will do deep dives into all the open secrets campaign contributions of every Republican cohort in corruption that went along with the destruction of my country. That's how serious this is. And by the way, has anybody really looked into what happened since the Republicans made it massively unrestrained campaign contributions? This is from... Eight and a half years ago, Squirrel. In the study, is that maybe managers benefit themselves from making these political contributions, and shareholders do not necessarily benefit from this because managers are the persons that make the decision on you know how much money to give to politicians and which politicians to give to. This study, you know, is kind of in the publication process. We had the Citizens United case, and which actually basically effectively reversed. Uh, the Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act and actually go even beyond. So actually it used to be that there is a limit for soft money contribution, but now there's effectively no limit, right? So this is going to basically, well, we already see that this year, okay, the amount of corporate money in, involved in politics went up dramatically as a result of this uh, Citizens United case. And so I think that this case definitely makes our study very, very timely, right? Because we show that we really need to be, shareholders need to be very careful. Shareholders need to demand more information about corporate contributions, and and especially after the Citizens United, because now managers have um, have big discretion in, you know, actually, you know, using corporate resources for, uh, for political uh, activities. After the collapse, the consumer financial protection bureaucracy of corruption was implemented. Obviously, what they've done, the devastation to our financial insurance, our flow of free business, cannot be really undone. But it should be recognized because of this bureaucracy that was supposed to make everything better. By the way, since that implementation of the government's reaction after 2008, the national debt has more than tripled. More than tripled the national debt. The government spending more than tripled. In the meantime, what has this bureaucracy done? The bank has to ask the small business person if that person is a lesbian. The bank has to ask the small business person if that person is gay. The bank has to ask that small business person if that small business person is bisexual. The small bank has to ask its customer, that small business person, if that small business person is transgender. 
So now, if your sexual proclivities are perverse enough, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau steers the bank to giving you unfettered loans. And if you are a heterosexual, eh, not so much. The bank, according to the CFPB, has to ask that small business person who is applying for a loan, just came in for a loan for the business, if that person is, quote, queer. The small bank has to ask that small business person if the small business person is intersex. This is easy, squirrel. You go into your small bank, you say you need a business loan, and they ask you if you're queer, you say yes. I go after the Johnson like Kamala Harris back in the 90s. And not only does the bank have to ask that those questions, those question private questions. It's raining men. Hallelujah. Are you gay? Yes, gay, queer. The like Kamala Harris in the backseat of a Riviera. Of small business has to bring. I get down. Debt. Now, can I have the loan? Sure, why not? Ron South Elgin. Sean, four quick things. I call Kamala mattress back. Just saying. Um, yeah, she's never saw a bed. Um, she's in the back of a Riviera getting down to Funky Town. Go ahead. Uh, secondly, from one Viking to another, another excellent show for the sagas. Thirdly, Odin's wisdom says there will be no Ali Ali oxen free. And fourthly, uh, Jamie Raskin, the king of insurrectionist speech during the congressional hearings, he was throwing all day long. And then he wants to throw up Liz Cheney. Do you know who his father was? His father was an American Marxist married to the Weather Underground and the rest of the radicals that almost killed innocent people in the way that the Hamas likes to kill innocent people. That's who Raskin is. He, like Kamala Harris, is a second-generation American Marxist scumbag. And I think he can work the Johnson just like Kamala Harris. Thank you very much, Ron. Appreciate it. Cream Puff Gin. Jim, yeah, you don't care what these Democrats do, don't you? You don't give a rip because you're willing to bet on any side of the plate to get a loan, aren't you? The presumptive, the presumptive nominee for the Grand Ole Party is printing everybody's vital information in the yellow pages. Why does he want to do that? Doesn't he believe in privacy for any individual? Which guy are you talking about? Jim Jordan wanted to put your financial no, paper? No. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Trump. Trump, oh. you know, posted everybody's, uh, you know, the judge's address or, or, or cottage address. No, he did, and he just wanted to tell you that they're all dating the staffers of everybody from Chucky Schumer down to the lowly Del Blasio. <laughs> By the way, that reminds me, Del Blasio. See, I love that Latitia, that linebacker. Latitia, she's, she doesn't like private business deals, but nobody wants to look into the money that Del Blasio's less-than-attractive wife, oh, boy. I mean, you want to talk about slaying Viagra. The Viagra slayer married to the once mayor misappropriates $850 million. There's not a Democrat that wants to look into that? Seth Barron is an associate editor at City Journal, pays close attention to New York City for us, and joins us tonight. Seth, $850 million, what does it mean they can't account for it? Well, a billion here, a billion there, so you've got you know, some real money. Um, look, this is a $250 million uh, a year program. And it's, it was ill-conceived from the beginning. Thrive NYC is a mental wellness program. Uh, Shirley McRae's pet project is to get everyone into therapy, uh, get everybody who's sad or lonely or a little anxious to get them treatment. Um, so she devised this program. It got m hundreds of millions, of, you know, close to a billion dollars in funding. 
And it's, you know, it, it trains people in how to observe your neighbors uh, and see if they're sad or not and teaches you to engage with them in conversation. Uh, there's a lot of advertising. They set up a phone bank where you can call if you're feeling sad. Um, $850 million gone? And the government doesn't look into it? Do you think the government's going to look into the money that's being stolen from Chicagoans on a daily basis? For months, NBC5 Investigates has been following the money billed by favorite healthcare staffing, the company contracted by the city to provide workers for the migrant shelters in Chicago. After denying our initial request for a year's worth of records, the city did provide us with four weeks of invoices from this spring detailing payments to 400 favorite staffing employees. We found that favorite billed for 84 hours of work per week for most of their employees. And that those 84 hours, they wanted you to believe that one person worked 84 hours. That's number one. Rates range from nearly 50 to $156 an hour for regular pay and 75 to $234 an hour for overtime. Take, for example, employees assigned to housekeeping. Favorite billed the city for four weeks at a median pay rate of $17,000 for each of the housekeepers. At that rate, taxpayers could have potentially paid a median rate of more than $220,000 a year for each housekeeper supplied by favorite. Each housekeeper, $220,000 a year. No one's going to look into it. It's open and notorious thievery. When I get back, I want to uh, give my condolences to an uh, important person, and I'll take your calls, 312-642-5600 after this. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM560. The Answer. I was just told by... Uh, my lovely wife, that uh, uh, her cousin and a friend of mine and somebody who's been listening since the very beginning, a businessman, lost his mother. So my friend Bob lost his mother, Carol, and I'm very sad. She was a wonderful woman, really wonderful, and he's a wonderful guy. He's a businessman, and, um, you know, it's sad when people die, and that's what's something we should keep in mind. And that's why if you really listen to the show, I don't want people to die senselessly. Policies are important. Now, luckily, these people were Americans, and they she had a wonderful long life. But too often, people have poor lives, poor quality of life, because mainly political decisions and the things that allow savages and predators to take their life. And you look around and you realize things aren't going so well in these very specific Democrat areas. And there's really no end in sight, whether it's economically. New data from the Community Service Society reports that one in three New Yorkers spend half or more than half of their monthly income on their rent every single month. That data comes from a 2021 survey results that surveyed New Yorkers across all the boroughs. They also found that more than half of New Yorkers, approximately 55%, spend at least 30% of their income on their monthly rent. And that's just New York. They have rent control. They have all the free money, all of the same problems Chicago has. But uh, Chicago is perfected really political failure and the destruction of the quality of life. And in the end, Chicago is going to get the money for the chaos they've caused, specifically Crook County. Cook County officials are expected to approve funding to address a killer of young adults, drug addiction. Joni Lom reports. County has an opioid addiction epidemic. 2,000 people died in 2022. That's a record. The treatment, not trauma resolution, would expand county health services. Commissioners say more money, more money, more money. That's why the migrant issue isn't really a problem for the government. They're 
stealing tremendous amounts of money under the virtue of taking care of people. Favorite. When it came to those assigned to security, invoices show that Favorite charged Chicago taxpayers a median rate of $24,000 apiece for each security guard for four weeks' worth of work. That translates to an annual charge for each security guard of more than $300,000 a year. And then there's nursing staff. For one registered nurse at the shelters, Favorite billed Chicago a total of more than $64,000 for four weeks' work. That rate, taxpayers could have potentially paid more than $800,000 for a single nurse. That seems like a lot, Squirrel. That seems like a lot. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. And i gotta get, I got to give you a kudos for the... Man, these... Uh, uh, Special guests that you get on. You got so many good guests, man. This guy John Mills. Uh, I mean, excellent, excellent uh, guest. Thank you, babe. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. Love to, love to hear these honey guys bunny, honey bunny. Oh, we all owe it all to Honey Bunny. But go ahead. I should have figured that. I. Oh yeah. yeah. You got you got some good staff there. The squirrel too, man. Honey Bunny and the squirrel. You can't you can't beat it. You can't beat them. That's the team, and we'll be back in 21 hours. Thanks for the call. Sorry, we ran out of time tonight. We'll be back in 21 hours. Squirrel, did you hear the compliment he gave you? Yes, he has no idea what you do. Stay away from anybody screaming Aloha Snack Bar. We'll be back tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.